If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. An advice hotline staffed by local kids has gone viral. It's been covered by local and national radio, TV networks and social media. Artist Jessica Martin created the Pep Talk Hotline. It's a phone message service with words of wisdom and positive messages from her students at Westside Elementary School in Healdsburg. Hi, welcome to Pep Talk, a public art project by Westside School. If you need a pep talk from kindergartners, press 3. You can do it! Keep trying! Don't give up! As you can see, I press 3. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely love that. And it's really cool that this is getting so much national uh, attention. And so students put up flyers around Sonoma County on March 3rd. So about the beginning of this month. And the instructions is incredibly simple. Call 707-998-8410. Again, 707-998-8410. And the hotline absolutely exploded. I mean, I'm talking about... NPR, CNN, CBS Sunday Morning, The Drew Barrymore Show, Good Morning America, The Daily Show, all has covered this, and now Amber and Tanner in the Morning has covered this. <laughs> they have received 60,000 calls every single hour, and just it's a great way that these kids put Sonoma County on the map. And, you know, they're taking donations. They're trying to keep the hotline afloat. And we probably could talk about this more, but it's it's incredible. So you should read more about it at Froggy929.com. Well, yesterday, the FDA approved everyone over 50 to receive a second COVID booster shot. So if you're in the age range and you took a booster more than four months ago, you can get a second boost of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. The FDA already approved a second booster for immune compromised people, immunocompromised people. So if you do see people that are, you know, around you getting that booster that are under the age of 50, don't scream at them. They're probably there for a reason. Uh, So when will other people get the other shot? The CD says we'll have to wait to find out. Well, Parker McCollum is now officially a married man. You're pretty According to Instagram, Parker and his bride got married in his home state of Texas to Haley Ray Light. They've been together for a really long time. And the morning after the wedding, the newlyweds returned to social media with a car selfie and wrote the McCollums, which is awesome. So happy for them. They shared a photo of their new wedding rings. And Parker's ring is pretty cool. I've never seen a ring like it. It's gold, shaped like a horseshoe, and features not one, not two, not three, but nine diamonds on it. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to say congratulations, and you can find the full story, froggy929.com. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. So I have a really bad habit. So much of a bad habit that I've actually restricted myself from buying any thermos. Because no matter how hard I try, I forget about the thermos. And I'll end up having... A very moldy thermos. <laughs> a science experiment. It's true. You know, I've bought hundreds of thermoses by now, and no matter what I do, I'll be good about it for a week, and then I'll forget about it and ruin it. It's a really bad habit that I have. So I had some kids ask me yesterday, how does that happen? Why is Tanner's, you know, coffee cups getting moldy? Well, 
it's science. When you leave like milk specifically in a coffee cup or something like that, yeah, it creates mold. It sure it's, does. You should have your parents Google it for you because I'm not a very good at explaining this. Sometimes my thermos will turn into yogurt. It's fascinating, yeah, truly. It's great. <laughs> yeah, but what I realize, it's not so much of a bad habit. It's actually common, and I'm not alone. And it truly has made me feel Jeez. better and not so much of like a failure to society. Sure. And, you know, as a kid that kept dirty dishes in my room, I used to be so much of a slob. Even when I moved here to Sonoma County, I was pretty much a slob. You always wanted to drive everywhere. I love like driving. Like if we went on like little errands or we went to get coffee and I'd get in your car and there would be like plates with jelly on it. Yeah. I'm like, why is there a plate in your car with jelly on it? And you're like, I, I don't know. I got hungry. I'm a slob. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting out of it. I you am getting better. You're, you're a guy in your 20s. I feel yeah. like this is normal. Yeah. I'm getting better, but you know, these moldy, you know, thermoses are out of control and I feel better because a lot of people on the Froggy Fam are helping me out. Yeah, like Ari from Rotor Park, she uh, messaged us and she said, I can confirm that this is absolutely a man thing to do. <laughs> Trish from Sebastopol gave us helpful comment for a moldy thermos. She said, clean it using, using white vinegar, kills the bacteria and is safe to consume if there's any residue left. Uh, and then Amy from Clear Lake said that she does the same thing as you do. Joining the show right now is Deborah from Petaluma. Hey, Deborah. I got a I got a solution for you. I'm ready. They have plug-in electric cup warmers, like mug warmers. So go ahead and get one of those, and then when you get to work, you can have your coffee right there, and it'll be warm. I love that. I'm gonna keep it in the studio. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> have a great day, you guys. Channer, Channer, Channer. Pete, Pete, I'm shocked. A filthy little boy, you know, <laughs> dirty dishes. I will never leave a dish in the sink. Yeah, that well, might be a good, a good thing for you to get into. I, I can see all your, you like, you know, Taco Bell, you know, bags lying around your room with, you know, the dishes, <laughs> stuff like that. But, you yeah. know, <laughs> you, you wash your towel more often than I do. But, you know. Roast Tanner, Roast Tanner, Roast Tanner. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Under the sea. Under the sea. Yesterday, I mentioned to Tanner that I watched a documentary about dolphins with my fiance and it absolutely fascinated me. I was telling you all these facts I learned about these dolphins and you just like stopped me and you were like, no. Absolutely stop. not. You you seem to be under the impression that dolphins are evil creatures. I don't know what because they are. I don't trust dolphins. They are they're the most wondrous creatures on the planet. That's why I don't trust them. They are too wondrous for my liking. I have seen videos of people having bad experiences with dolphins <laughs> on social media, and that's enough for me. I've no, never no. seen a dolphin in person, and I never will. I think all the good outweighs the bad. Like, all the mm. good videos outweigh the bad videos. Maybe the dolphins know your vibe, you know? They're like, I don't think you're a good person, and they headbutt you. I think I know the <laughs> dolphins vibe. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna jack me up if I ever see a dolphin. And, no. Uh, you know, uh, they're too smart for their own good. That's really, what it boils down to. <laughs> I really want to go and, like, meet a dolphin in the wild and just have that amazing experience. I don't know how that can happen, uh, but it looks like we're getting a call. Hey, who's this? Uh, Bob Kossoff from Petaluma. Just wanted to let you know that uh, go to 
down in Puerto Vallarta, stay there with the family, and we go to a dolphin counter there. Oh, yeah. I've never been to Mexico, but you like Puerto Vallarta? Oh, it's amazing, and the water's always nice and warm, and it's, it's uh, dolphins there uh, swim and play with you, and uh, they do little shows and everything, and it's a lot of fun. Okay, so they don't attack you like Tanner thinks. <laughs> no, no, no. They don't. In fact, there's um, there's actually a beach where they have stingrays, and actually you can lay down, and the stingrays just like swim over you, and they're oh. really cool too. That's uh, We've been to that a few times too. Oh, I so. love that. Tanner's shaking his head over here. He, he I'm survived. thinking of Steve Irwin. He survived. Steve Irwin didn't yeah. survive. Well, no, no. He was probably messing with it. I'm just pulling out a tail or something. Man, I, I, I leave that kind of stuff to the experts on Animal Planet. Well, I respect it, though, I will say. I am yeah, going to go, great. and I'm going to try this. Do you think it would be a great option for maybe a honeymoon or something like that? Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we, stay at the Grand Ma- we stay at the Grand Mayan, which is a resort there, and it's just absolutely beautiful. Okay, I'm going to the Grand Mayan, and I'm swimming with dolphins and stingrays, and no one can stop me. You have fun. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. We've all seen the shows about hoarding. My friends are worried that I'm showing signs of hoarding. Hoarding? Okay, what's that? It's called hoarding. I'm a hoarding specialist. I'm not a hoarder. I have been called a hoarder, and I do not appreciate it whatsoever. Sometimes I just think in life there are certain things that you just can't get rid of. So I was doing some spring cleaning yesterday with my girlfriend and I had about five or six old cell phones in a drawer. And she said, well, I'm just gonna get rid of these. And I said, don't you touch those old cell phones. I think, (laughs) and I think they're gonna be worth some money someday. And she goes, you have a little bit of a hoarding problem. I said, what you talking about, Willis? So do you experience distress at the thought of getting rid of them? Like actual distress? Yeah, because I'm probably gonna make some money off those bad boys someday then you are suffering from compulsive hoarding. Dang it. I've watched many episodes of hoarding. You know, my grandmother was a hoarder. Oh, no. From, like, floor to ceiling. She had rooms. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's, uh, well, I, me back then should have felt sorry for me because I was the guy who had to clean it up. But now I'm starting to think that maybe I do have a hoarding problem because it's the cell phones, it's the, uh, you know, the comic books I talked about a couple weeks on the show. I think it boils down to, I think this is going to be worth money someday. (laughs) And I have a tiny apartment, so having a hoarding problem probably isn't the best. Okay, well, at least you're thinking in terms of value, like monetarily. Some people, right. you know, who hoard have like a sentimental attachment to things. And maybe yours isn't so much sentimental. No, my the only thing I'm sentimental about is making cash in the future. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. And the reason it boils to me is because I saw on Facebook Marketplace that someone was selling a Blackberry for $80 because it was, quote, vintage. It's not worth anything. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Amber, do you have anything in your life that you just can't get rid of? I still have this, like, book of Pokemon cards. Sorry, I always say Pokemon wrong, and my fiancé goes insane. But (laughs) I still have a book of Pokemon cards. Uh, My mom has them, and I'm like, don't get rid of them. They mean, (laughs) I don't know if they mean anything to me, or I just think they're going to be worth something one day, kind of like you. But they are, at this point, you know, might be worth something. They definitely are. You you have guys like Jake Paul buying $2 million Pokemon cards and stuff like that. I think you got a good investment on your hands. Look, many trade deals 
Bills happened to get a holographic Charizard card. Yeah. Okay, that what that took work, and yeah. I'm not getting rid of that card. You might want to take my advice with a grain of salt because I'm apparently a hoarder. <laughs> True. Getting some comments on our Froggy Facebook page, our Froggy fam sharing things that they will never get rid of. Jenna from Santa Rosa says, my collector Barbies. Oh, my grandmother has these. Uh, she said, currently they're all sealed up and I've never seen them, but I'm pretty sure a couple are worth a bit. Amanda from Runner Park said, my collection of DVDs and Blu-rays. No need for them anymore, but I spent way too much on all of them just to get rid of them. Uh, Lisa from Santa Rosa says, I have five Motorola flip phones in different colors. Think I'll be rich in 50 years? Maybe. See, Lisa gets it. No. Good morning, guys. That memory foam, bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Do we think singer Lady Gaga, also actress now, uh, was rude for this interaction? So, Caitlyn Jenner crossed paths with cross paths with Lady Gaga outside uh, Elton John's Oscars viewing party on Sunday night. And Caitlin boldly asked Lady Gaga why she hasn't seen her at their local Starbucks lately. So this video was shared by a journalist online. Are you still out there? Yes. So there was a lot of noise in the background, so I'm just going to summarize what was happening. Caitlin asked... Lady Gaga, are you spending time in Malibu anymore? Gaga replied, yes. Caitlin said, I haven't seen you at the Starbucks in a while. And then Gaga said, well, I've switched baristas. And then she immediately walked away. And a lot of people are saying she had this like disgusted look on her face or, you know, so it appears. But I got to say, I've switched baristas will now be my excuse for everything. And I think saying I've switched to baristas is the most polite way of saying if I ever see you again, it'll be too soon. And I mean, maybe it had nothing to do with Caitlyn. Maybe she literally just switched baristas. <laughs> I mean, how could we possibly know what's going on in Lady Gaga's life? But uh, Twitter and social media has had an absolute field day with this. And, you know, saying, was it rude? Was it polite? And as of right now, neither party has commented on this now viral moment. I mean, maybe it's pretty awkward. I think it's pretty awkward. But uh, what do you think? Was Lady Gaga being rude or was she actually just being polite? Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie Cause it's headline in a haystack Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. Her record for 2022 is 15 wins and 13 losses with a three-game losing streak. They're getting harder. They are. Okay, it's like Wordle, but in Tanner's brain. <laughs> Which is just a bunch of confusion at that. Okay. <laughs> Here's headline number one. Seventh grade computer science class hacks into Russian database and exposes war plans. Headline number two. Man breaks out of prison thanks to a rat. And here's headline number three. Chicken nuggets led to a woman biting a police officer. One of these headlines is real. Amber, can you identify which one it is? Oh, man. Okay, let me think. 
Okay. So we've got the seventh graders basically hacking the Russians. Yep. The man escapes prison because of the rat. Yep. And the chicken nuggets. Yes. Biting the police officer. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with the man escapes prison because of a rat. The losing streak continues. That is not the headline in a haystack. You want to take another stab at it? Is it the seventh grade class exposing the war plans? No. That is not the headline. It It could happen. It could happen. The headline in a haystack was chicken nuggets led to a woman biting a police officer. I hear Pete from Petaluma right now in my head being like, that was clearly the answer. (laughs) He loves loves headline in a haystack. So the story is there's a 23-year-old woman in Bedford County, Tennessee. Last week, she got into a massive argument with her girlfriend over chicken nuggets. Yeah, it happens. Don't know exactly what they were fighting about, but it did get physical and when a cop came to arrest her, she bit him right on the arm. Oh. You know what? People are serious about their chicken nuggets. I should have I should have known that this was the headline. You can always trust food. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. What didn't scare you as a child, but maybe now scares you as an adult? If you have a creative or let's just say really weird brain like Tanner and I do, maybe thoughts like this probably pop into your head. But I was waiting for uh, my breakfast bowl to be microwaved yesterday in the break room. And I was looking outside the window. We're on the second story here in our building. And I was like, I wonder if I jumped if I would survive this fall. Ooh. So, I, so. What a morbid thought. I know. I was like, no, well, the adventurous, you know, child in me was like, I think I could do it. And I think I'd survive it. But the 31 year old woman in me was like, no, if you do that, you're going to break every single bone in your body. So I took a vote on my Instagram and 86% of people said I would survive the jump, but 14% said I wouldn't. I think you would survive, but you'd definitely be in a wheelchair for a while. <laughs> Those ankles are toast after but, that. You know, just think about it. When you're a kid, you all you're just like jumping around. You're like, you know, jumping off of stuff, and yeah. like, you know, you don't get hurt at all. But as an adult, if you like accidentally ro- walk the wrong way, you're gonna break your ankle. Yeah, I used so, to live on a trampoline when I was a kid. I wouldn't even dare to go on one now. No way. <laughs> so now, like, you know, heights and getting adventurous kind of, you know, worries me as an adult. Is there something like this for you? Is it trampolines? Like, maybe that didn't scare you as a child, but it frightens you as an adult. I think being in a car kind of frightens me as an adult. When I was a kid, I would just be in the back seat, you know, in my own world. No worries. Knowing I would be safe <laughs> wherever I go. But now as an adult, I'm like, I don't trust anyone when I'm behind the wheel. I am 10 and 2 watching all around me and... I am just in defense mode when I'm driving. It's scary out there on yeah. the roads. Uh, but you guys have been so funny on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Things that you're scared of now as an adult, but maybe you weren't as a child. Tiffany from Windsor said, swimming in a lake. I grew up in Florida, and you just have to assume that there's at least one alligator in any given body of water. (laughs) As a kid, we apparently didn't care. I think back now and wonder how my parents could have allowed us to do that. That's so great, because it's so true. And in Georgia, there's like water moccasins in every body of water, and we weren't worried at all. Uh, Darlene from Petaluma says, almost all the rides at the fair. Loved them when I was younger, but now I'm completely terrified of them. And Kelsey from Santa Rosa said, being an adult. Same. (laughs) They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9.
Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Cindy. Cindy's just getting rid of stuff, spring cleaning, and Barry Martindale's going to make that spring cleaning a little more difficult. Hello? Hi, is this Cindy? Yes, this is Cindy. Who's this? Cindy, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. How you doing today? Um, I'm fine. I received a call from your apartment complex that you've been throwing away too much garbage, like an excessive amount of garbage. Okay. Did so you know that there was a... About that? Did you know there was a garbage limit at your apartment complex? No. Did you also know that there was footage of you throwing away 25 bags of garbage? What? Why were you throwing away... Tw- Who has 25 bags of garbage? So I've just been spring cleaning. I don't think it's 25, but I, I've been getting rid of a bunch of junk. So, you know, spring cleaning is just more than normal. How much I, is, junk is do you have? How much junk do I have? Is that what you said? I don't know. Uh... You know, I've done like Marie condoing or whatever. Not that big of a deal. I'm just getting rid of some old stuff. Well, in your lease, there's a maximum of 10 bags of garbage that you can throw away a week. And you are just a hoarder if you have all that stuff. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm not a hoarder. I just have a normal amount of stuff. 25 bags of garbage. That's a normal amount of stuff. I don't know if it was 25, but I also didn't know that there was a limit on garbage. I read the lease pretty thoroughly when I moved in, so I'm a little confused. Well, I'm just terrified to see what the inside of your apartment looks like. I mean, gosh. Okay. I'm sorry. What do do I need... What's this call about? What do you want? So what we're going to do here is we're going to require you to do 10 hours of garbage pickup around the apartment complex because, well, you can't just be throwing away all that stuff. That seems a little ridiculous. Who are you again? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh my God, this is the radio? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Do you know someone who hit their gas pedal instead of their brakes? An elderly woman recently drove her car into a Raleigh, North Carolina Super 8 motel. What? So here's what happened. Um, She told the police that she accidentally hit her gas pedal instead of her brake. No one was seriously injured. And I'm just going to say, look, it happens. Sometimes we get a little distracted, right? Absolutely. And yes, I'm speaking from experience. You are now. I, 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 I am. <laughs> I've never told anyone this. I've never told anyone this, but I was at Publix in Athens, Georgia. It's a grocery store in Georgia. And they had like a concrete slab in front of the parking spaces. And I was just like thinking about like exams that I had that night and like getting lunch that day and I was all over the place and I put my car in reverse and hit that gas pedal like it was my (laughs) job and instead of the brakes in my car my Honda Accord jumped over that curb you hopped the curb completely yes man you really hit that gas both front tires and you know luckily nothing happened to my car But I was so embarrassed. I looked and see if there was anyone around. There weren't many people. No one said anything. (laughs) Or maybe they saw it and like looked away. 
but I'm just saying it can happen. I don't feel that bad for this elderly person because I've done it. Well, I've done it. I'm glad that you have uh, shared your secret with all of Sonoma County. Do you feel better? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all? I just, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still embarrassed. Has this ever happened to you before? Has not happened to me, but it has happened to our coworker Danny Wright, and I watched it, and I what? don't think he knew I was watching, and I was dying laughing. Uh, we get in really early in the morning, and Danny was... <laughs> it looked like he was trying to pull into a spot, then back up and get in better, but he hit the gas super hard and went over the curb. Then I heard that shame scratch when he was reversing, just went... <sighs> Oh no, that's what happened to me. (laughs) It's a shameful sound, but it does happen to a lot of people. All right. Well, (laughs) we've got Carrie from Santa Rosa on the phone. Carrie, uh, who do you know that did this? Make me feel a little better. My mother. Okay. She hit the gas instead of the brake when she was backing up to her house to get something out of the trunk. She did a number on her car <laughs> and her garage. It, it was it was pretty bad. Like, I got to her house. And she didn't even tell me about it. That was another thing. <laughs> I get to her house, and she had pulled into her garage, and she had the garage open, and I noticed her bumper was messed up. <laughs> and then I noticed the uh, corner of the garage was messed up. Uh-oh. So I asked her about it, and she goes, let's not, let's not talk about that. And I, I'm like, no, Mom, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. You only live once, that's the motto. Get yellow and we bought it every day, every day, every day. Do you have a life motto that you live by? What is it? So I was at Sunnyside Gifts and Collectibles getting a few birthday gifts, well, just some fun stuff and stuff like that. And I was just about to check out and I saw some stickers on the counter and one of the stickers said, be a good human. And for some reason, I absolutely just love that. I ended up buying like 10 stickers that said, be a good human. I put it on my phone. I put it on my iPad, my notebooks, and I bought some more online. (laughs) I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Okay. Yeah. So I, it's just the simplicity of be a good human. And I, that, I think that's my new life motto. I think that's something I'm going to think about a lot. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what kind of things do you do to be a good human? That's what I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> Open doors for people. Say please and thank you. Have good manners. Just be good to other people. Okay. Don't be a jerk. That's basically my new life policy. <laughs> Amber, do you have any type of life motto, something that you say to yourself in your head? Um. Yeah, and I kind of stole a lot of these from my dad. Uh, and his favorite saying, and I'm going to have to censor it, uh, it happens. And it's just a a good reminder that things happen that sometimes are out of our control. And you just got to learn to, like, let it go. Yeah. And not worry so much about it. You're like, I can spend all my energy in, you know, trying to figure out what happened here. Or spend all my energy being worried or upset. Or I could just move on with my life and be happy. That's a good one. Yeah, I I really respect my dad for that. He's like, I love that saying. It's the best. (laughs) I've seen that on bumper stickers and stuff quite a bit. The uncensored version. Yeah. (laughs) Asked you on Facebook, what is your life motto? Facebook.com slash froggy929. Here's what you said. Melissa from Roner Park says, I love this quote from Gandhi. Be the change you wish to see in the world. I have signs of this quote all around my house. Rebecca from Clear Lake said, live, laugh, 
love. My kids make fun of me for it, but it makes me smile. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I think <laughs> that's like lie. one of the most common mottos you'll see. Well, Jeff from Windsor said uh, he likes Luke Bryan's sunrise, sunset, repeat. He said it's a great reminder that there's always another day. Weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's Amber and Tanner in the morning. So what's the best excuse you've thrown out on why you stopped doing something? Looks like Caitlyn Jenner crossed paths with uh, Lady Gaga at the Oscars on Sunday night. And Caitlyn boldly asks Lady Gaga why she hasn't seen her at their local Starbucks lately. And here's what happened. Are you still out there? Yes. I know. Good seeing you. So basically what happened is Caitlin asked her, haven't seen you at the Starbucks lately. Where you been? She was like, oh, well, I switched baristas. That's and a good excuse. I kind of want to use that excuse for like literally everything now. <laughs> uh, Amber, did you do that Do that work I asked you to do? No, I've switched baristas. <laughs> I would love to see the reaction on people's face when you <laughs> use that excuse. But, you know, I've in my older years, you know, I, I've tried to be more upfront about things and it's very difficult for me. Uh, so, Tanner, what's a like good excuse or maybe the best excuse you've thrown out when you wanted to stop doing something or seeing someone or, you know. I like hate... That? Texting. Texting drives me nuts. I hate being by my phone and texting people back. So when people text me now, and this is actually something that you've taught me, is to put do not disturb mode on my phone and say, oh, sorry, I didn't reply. Do not disturb mode. I didn't see your text notification. (laughs) And it works. It works. Even if it's like 3 p.m. and there's no way I have do not disturb on. I just have it on all the time, incidentally. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess it's a great way to use it as an excuse. You know, maybe you could say like, maybe it's not even an excuse. Maybe you're just like, I was just trying to be productive and didn't want to be around my phone. It's nothing personal. So, you know, I kind of like that. You know, I got my hair done yesterday and the girl and I were talking about how to turn down like venues you don't want to like get married at. And she was just like, you know, just say this isn't what you envisioned for your wedding, but you will refer to someone, you know, you will refer this place to someone in the future. And I was like, wait, that's really nice way to say you, you know, aren't interested. I love a good excuse because the (laughs) confrontation of being like, I just didn't want to do that is awkward and it's good to have this arsenal of excuses ready to go. Like, you know, I've switched baristas, for example. Yeah, that exactly. works, too. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's Amber and Tanner in the morning. I'm so tired. I haven't slept away. I have been having a really hard time going to sleep lately. I've been very restless. I'm kind of like tossing and turning a bunch. Oh, is your girlfriend snoring? Yeah. I'm just kidding. It drives me nuts. <laughs> it really I, does. I snore for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kind of like a fish that is on land. I am flopping all over the place and I'm yeah. really sleeping horribly. So I've been looking up sleeping rituals, things to help you go to sleep. And I discovered kind of a strange one and I started trying it. And weirdly enough, it works. What is it? I... <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed to say I will throw my feet up in the air towards the ceiling as high as I possibly can and have like 
my legs in the air. And essentially the process of, of it is to exhaust yourself. And it's you keep your legs up until you cannot keep them up anymore. And it go ahead. Sounds kind of like exercise. It is without right. exercising. Because, <laughs> Amber, you know me. I hate exercising. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah. I mean, it, it, okay, if it gets the job done, fine. Yeah. yeah. I totally understand where this is coming from. Thankfully, my partner is understanding of this. If anybody sees me sleep or take a nap, they might have some questions, comments, or concerns. Well, hopefully no one's le- seeing you sleep in your apartment. That's true. your girlfriend, but you never know. You never know. You never really know. Amber, do you have any sort of sleep ritual that you have you like have to do this before you go to sleep every night yeah i have to watch like 30 minutes of a tv show and get real sleepy while i'm watching it and then go to sleep and that's it i i don't know if it's a ritual but i have to do it and i told my fiance i was like you have to let me watch a tv show of my choice 30 minutes before i go to sleep any recommendations for shows um, right now, I'm watching a show on HBO called Ghosts. Ooh. It's really funny and lighthearted, even though it sounds spooky. Fun. So I'm check that out. Help me go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin from Petaluma, who has a weird sleeping ritual in your life? My boyfriend, usually he'll just play on his phone until he gets tired. But before he goes to bed, he's got to have something to eat or he will not be able to sleep. Gotcha. He puts row noodles in a bowl, puts cheese, mayonnaise, and pickles. He eats it with the spoon, just like normal soup. <laughs> I told him, I was like, are you weird or what? Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9.